What about Grandpa Artist. Joe who says that you shouldn't buy a car because it's Grandpa too expensive? Joe? <laughs> it's just a piece of metal. What are you doing, Jake? Oh, kind of need to get to work. Need to get to work. And guess what? I have fun. <laughs> I have fun. Leave me alone. <laughs> What's really fun is playing bingo every night on Sundays. That's what Grandpa Joe you. would say. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Project Blacklist. This is episode 20. Our main topic is is going to be uh, cars. Are they bad financially? Yes. <laughs> I, I yes. Think all of us can straight up say there's no argument to it. Yes. 100%. Unless you get into the into the realm of like exotics and supercars, that's when it actually becomes an investment and you can possibly make money on what you bought. Next. But well, I mean, I mean, we were talking about this literally like two minutes ago. Certain cars right now are going up in value versus yeah. like yeah. depreciating like crazy, like they should. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that in a previous episode cars too. You know, like can, with Japan, they can be a good investment, but let's be honest, nobody's doing that shit unless they're like already no. rich. You know? Yeah. No, and and that's the thing. Like you you buy a car saying that you're just gonna keep it as just like a clean daily or whatever, and then you all of a sudden get the fucking itch to modify it and you do it. Well, I'm Dude. I'm talking about the dudes who are like the a new car drops, they buy it and then they garage it for like twenty fucking years. And yeah. then twenty years later they're like, Oh, I still have one of these at like, you know, five K miles and you can still yeah, have so much. I don't, I don't respect those guys. I just don't. <laughs> There's I also don't. not a whole lot of people that are doing that, especially not yeah. with cars right now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, I think I think one of the biggest thing is this fucking chip shortage too. You know, like the used car market is so high because of the uh, the ECU shortage. Honestly, <laughs> dude, I'd I'd say leasing cars is what kind of stopped that. Stop Just what? because stopped like people holding on to cars for a long time. Because I mean. You lease it, you're literally just signing a contract for a couple years, and then you're like, as long as you stay within your miles, you're good after that, and you can get another one, and then another one, and then so on and so forth. I mean, for crying out loud, I've leased four cars. Exactly. You just can't mod them and shit, though. No, you can't. But, well, actually, I think for certain ones, you can. You can, but you have to take everything off. You should be good? Yeah. Oh, you have to keep the stock shit, is what you're saying. You have to keep the stock shit and put it back on before you return it. Yeah. Which I've seen people do, but honestly, that at like that point, waste. buy the it fucking is. car. It is. If you're, in, if, you're in, if you're investing thousands of dollars in modifications, just like bolt-ons and whatnot, and maybe a simple tune, I don't, I don't understand why you would even think about leasing the car. Maybe why? It's, because it's going to save you 50, 60 bucks a month? Like, come on, dude. The only That's thing I stupid. would maybe do is an exhaust. That's it. Maybe. If I'm, if I'm leasing a car, yeah. But also, yeah, I don't I, think I would lease a car I'm absolutely in love with. You yeah. Know? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't, you know, when it comes to, let's say, like, the new TRX or the Raptor, those are leasing. So if you do what? lease one of those, yeah, they, those, are leased, those are leased vehicles, too. You can buy and lease those. Yeah. So, like, if you lease those, I know people that will, you know, you know there are going to be people that, that are going to put bigger wheels on it, bigger tires. Yeah. Yep. An exhaust, maybe an intake, maybe an intake, maybe a, a smaller pulley for the supercharger on the TRX. But as soon as they do that, you know, they're they have to think about it. Okay, well, at the end of this lease, am I going to buy this car out, or am I going to take everything off and hope I can sell these parts? What can you not lease? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, I mean, you can price, think of. 
You can you can't lease yeah you can't lease used cars. They don't really lease out. I don't really see them leasing out like performance cars. Technically speaking, I think that's also um, a liability thing though because if the, you, is, that, yeah. the, the whole used car, yeah, for bad. sure, for sure. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean for like the the like sports cars, I I can't see that being a good idea. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, because people want to modify and shit, right? Yeah, well, well you, you got to the they drive them. Yeah, you got to think mm-hmm. like, especially here in my state, here in Michigan. Imagine leasing a Mustang and having it as a daily driver, and then you slide it into a wall as Boy. soon as you leave the dealership. Yeah, can you lease like piece of shit performance car or like sports car? I mean, like, I'm talking like can, front wheel drive, like entry level. I mean, cars. you can you can release like or I'm sorry, you can you can <laughs> lease uh, release you can you can lease like the um, what like is a, it called like a Veloster for example, R I think I don't know if you can, but I know you can lease like a like an Acura, like a TLS Type S. I know you can lease those. Oh, like the luxury well, type sure performance. Different depending on like where you go and who yeah. you talk to anyway. Yeah, like you can you can lease. Uh, a Julia or a Stelvio, you can you can lease those no problem, and I think you can lease the Quadrifoglio versions so too. So you can lease like the luxury sporty cars, just not the yeah. pure sporty cars. Yeah, like you Mercedes. Can you can at Lexus dealerships. Yeah, on. you can you can lease Boy. you can lease every single AMG model and RS or S model Audi there is. You can lease every single one of them. Fuck, because yeah. certain brands right now are learning. People aren't keeping their cars. They don't want to keep a car for. Fucking ten plus years? No, three don't. or four, and they're out of it. That's all they care about. They're not even gonna drive it that often. Yeah. So, fuck it. Yeah, that's 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 crazy to to even like put into perspective. Like, there are people that are actually leasing, you know, like a G wagon for Christ's sake, <laughs> like a G like a G sixty three AMG. Those leases are like a thousand to fifteen hundred bucks a month. What? I'm Dude, not kidding. Yeah. They're fucking Leases. insane. When when you break it down all the way, it's like cool. You're saving a little bit of money, but it's not even enough to I think make it worth it to have a a set amount of miles you can go completely. Yeah, like you can you can. I think leasing lease. can work if you're just like, you know, using it to get to work. Like get That's get to thing, like, from work and nothing else. If you like, if you want if you want to lease a luxury car, why would you lease the top end AMG? Just get like the, yeah. the model like E class. Just get like an E three fifty or an E four hundred, whatever yep. it is, and just get that and have that as your lease. And your payment will be like six seven hundred bucks a month. But if you're le- leasing that tier of car, then that makes sense for you. That's pocket change for a car. Exactly. Like that's your that's your budget. But what the fuck is the point of leasing a you know six hundred and fifty horsepower? Twin turbo V8 E63 SAMG for 1500 bucks a month. <laughs> what the fuck is the point of that? I don't I don't get like I get it some people do it as like a le- as like a like a tax write off for their business. Yep. That makes sense then if you want to have a fun car to do that with. But personally, I don't see the point of it because if I'm getting that car, that shit is not staying stock. It's not. It makes no sense for me to do that. It's just dumb, bro. But yeah, car, cars are bad financially. It's just... Oh, right. We, that was our topic. We love the cars more than the money. Yeah. Like, I would I would rather... You know, here's the thing. Like, with... With, uh, you know, if I were to buy another car in the next few years and, say, upgrade to, like, an Audi like I want to, you think I'm going to buy a fucking extended warranty on it? No. Why the fuck <laughs> would I do that? You... Like, yeah, if, I, if I... If I... Like if I were to buy what I want next, which is like a 2015 RS5, 
Hunt I really want that car still. No, fuck you, Cyrus. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. If I, if I were to buy an RS5, let's say I were to buy an RS5 from a dealership, it's considered to be certified used or whatever it is. It already comes with like a, a five-month, 5,000-mile warranty or whatever it has on it, kind of like my Cadillac did. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck am I going to buy the extended warranty if anything that's going to happen is going to happen within the first few months? Yep. Because that's the way it always works. So as soon as I drop out the lot, something has a problem, I use that certified warranty and I'm good. And then once the car is up and running fine the way it's supposed to be, you know, quote unquote certified, hinting at my Cadillac problems. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, I've owned the car for a month and a half now. And I've just now, this is my first full week with the car. I'm crying. Um, That's depressing. It's fucking depressing. Um, I'm crying. But, you know, if if I'm getting an RS5, I mean, the first thing I'm fucking doing to it is putting an exhaust on it and a smaller pulley for the supercharger. That yeah. instantly is a warranty void. Yep. <laughs> Why the fuck would I get a warranty? Especially since a warranty on that car is probably fucking five grand. If I'm paying $35,000 for a car, 40 grand for a car, I'm not going to spend an extra five grand on something like that when I can fucking put that towards modifications. <laughs> Shit don't make no sense. Also... As long as you enjoy, like, putting, like, modifying your car, who cares if it's a bad financial decision? Oh, I agree. I agree. I don't remember if it was TJ or um, that dude in blue, but one of them started the whole, like, smiles per gallon thing. That was that dude in blue. That's that dude in blue, yeah. Literally, like, that was a big brain moment. I agree with you 100%. The whole point of cars. Yeah. Well, for modifying cars. That was that was such a big moment too because you know that's I think that's I think that was one thing that you know kind of I right around when he started doing that is when I bought my ST because I yeah. started just saying fuck it I don't care. Yeah. I'm just going to buy the car, well, have fun, modify it, do whatever the hell I want to it. Whatever happens <laughs> happens, I'm having fun. I don't give a shit. Cuz like why else do we make money besides for being <laughs> financially free and being happy, right? If cars you do it to enjoy yeah, enjoy like, what you love. But if cars exactly. make us more happy, then why not just spend the money on the car? And yeah. also, let's not forget, we'll make it back. Yeah. We can at least... Especially if you're an Asian girl. Okay, <laughs> I knew this was going to go somewhere sideways. <laughs> but, like, let's let's be real. You can make the money back. Oh. But that happiness, you're, you're going to hold on to that for a little bit. Like, the enjoyment you get, car shows spirited driving, spending time with your friends, just modifying the car itself. Oh, you're going to enjoy it so much longer. You're going to have a great time. Exactly. exactly. True. That's that's one thing that I, I wish people would just understand more. You know, like when it comes to the non-car you know, people mom, don't understand that. Yeah, like my mom, for crying out loud. Why are you spending like, so much money on your Focus ST? I haven't lived with my mom since 2014. It's 2021. Like I moved out in 2014. And or end of 2014 beginning of 2015 i can't remember it's been a while been a long time and uh one of the big reasons i would never ever move back in even if it was offered one the freedom two judgment like i'm not any kind of financial decision or money making moves that i make i have i want absolutely no judgment from any family at all because for one it's not their fucking money and two shut the fuck up it's not your fucking money that's just the way it is (laughs) That's fast, it's, it's just the truth though like i don't, yeah. I don't 
I want to preface this to everybody. My mom is an angel, and I love the woman. She's incredible, and I cherish her. She's amazing. I'm a fucking thug. But there, huh? Bruh. I'm a fucking thug. My mom is a fucking thug. My that, mom that woman... is Killua's mom from Hunter Hunter. <laughs> she hates you. <laughs> well, she wants me to be something that I'm not. Yeah. No. And wants to control like, me completely. That's okay. just, that's terrible. My mom refuses to even try because she knows I'm too fucking stubborn for that shit. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> but my mom is a little five foot three, 130 pound woman. And she is. Like she acts like such such a nice person, but that woman is a straight up thug living in <laughs> upper class suburb. Like she is, she she's a badass. She's awesome. But that's the thing. Again, like I said, she will never. I will never ever ever let her influence my financial decisions unless I go to her for a question. That is the. And that never happens. That's just that's just not a thing, because I know if it's something that I enjoy, she's gonna judge it. Just yeah. like all parents do, though. Like, all parents do that. That's just a normal thing. So, and that's one thing I, I want I want the younger generation definitely to learn from this, too. And just even people that are kind of struggling with that is it's your money. If you worked for it and earned it, spend it how you fucking want. Just be smart. Honestly, don't sit, huh? I, don't, I don't even think you can tell them to be smart with it. If it's your money, do what you want with it. I agree, but again, be smart as in don't put yourself in massive debt. That's what I mean. Ah. <laughs> hey, man, we all got to learn sometime. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to finance a $50,000 Mustang with no credit. Oh, my God. What fucking a $700 monthly payment. I was going to say a 30%. 30%? God damn, boy. <laughs> no credit on a $50,000 car? 30%. Easily. Easily. <laughs> yeah. Unless you just have like a shit ton of money. Unless you're like raking cash in at that point, literally, if you're down, yeah, that the point, fact that like thousand dollars, the fact the that the dealerships way. let you like go through with that should be like fucking illegal. But that, Dude, that's right? the thing, though. That's that's not that's not fully true because legitimate dealerships, like a Ford dealership or a Chevy, Chrysler, whatever, they won't let you do that. They won't. But like the off-brand corner show, corner uh, corner store ones. Oh that you my! Find, like all the ones oh, that have like the fucking green fucking pricing stickers on the windshield. They'll, literally, they'll the get you, we're, we're gonna give we're gonna give you no credit. We got you. Yeah. Those like, hey, yeah. hey, we're gonna get you zero zero percent APR for uh, the first uh, two months. You're gonna save a, a whole fifty dollars. How does that sound? How does that sound? Also, it's your loan good. period is going to be 20 years. I've never yeah. been to one of those dealerships. That's Dude, I, I never will. If I'm buying from a dealership, I'm buying from a legitimate dealership. Yeah. And a lot I've, of people I've think it's grimy. A lot of people think it's grimy to go through a legitimate dealership. But I'm going to be honest. I'd rather go to a legitimate dealership that's going to take care of me if something goes wrong than go to fucking Joe Schmo in the corner of fucking 8 Mile. Like, what the Honestly, hell? Going to a legitimate dealership is just a safer option it is like, genuinely fucking shia labeouf did get his uh camaro that way so Excuse that's very me? true it's very true what if you bought that's... a car and it was a transformer <laughs> i want my money back first of all really i would keep that shit what the hell no that's the best money ever invested right no nah, that's your did, best friend now bro. did you see all the trouble he went through because Actually, of yeah, that yeah he did almost die like, i want my times. money back I'm down for that, dude. If I have Transformers as friends, it's fucking dope. But, like, yeah. without the plot armor, he would have died. Exactly. That's true. He would have died the first 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me my money so I can get a real car. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm still taking the Transformer. Hey, more power <laughs> to you. Yo, you know I'm, I'm not turning into though. a fucking Camaro though. I kind of want to go to those shady dealerships just to like act like a real Dude, customer, honestly, no, just to see what like, they say. Them, they're pretty funny. Yeah, like I'll, I want to see what they say. Also, they'll yeah. run some of their cars. Like if it's a good, not all like down the street dealerships are bad people, right? They'll go through like real dealerships sometimes for their um. God, what am I thinking of? Loans? No. Uh. Inventory. No. For like auto inspections, I couldn't think of the actual. Oh. So like they'll go through their certified mechanics, but Mm. then there's the dude that started the business with like three thousand dollars, and has that Civic that has one hundred and eighty thousand miles listed for twenty thousand dollars. (laughs) What? Oh my god. That's a yikes. Oh, yeah, and I think I think a lot of people don't realize is that when you go to those shady dealerships, they will never budge on their price. But if you go into a legitimate dealership, it's a lot easier to influence a price change than you think. Oh, it's so simple. You can it's, literally just go in there, hey, this is what I want to be at. What do we got to do? Yeah. And they'll be like, all right, cool. Let me go talk to somebody, see if I can make these numbers work. Yeah. And as oh, long really? as you're not asking for like a fucking 20% price drop, there's really... I don't really see a world where they're not going to accept it. Honestly, I can. If you go in there and you're like, hey, this car is 20,000, but I see it selling other places for like 15, 16, and I want to be at 18 out the door, they're not going to fight you on that. Even if you want to be like, I want to be at (laughs) 16, you'll get some pushback, but I'm sure at the end of the day, they'll, they'll make it up somehow. What about Grandpa Mars? Joe who says that you shouldn't buy a car because it's Grandpa too expensive? Joe? <laughs> it's just a piece of metal. What are you doing, Jake? Oh, kind of need to get to work. Need to get to work. And guess what? I have fun. <laughs> I have fun. Leave me alone. <laughs> What's really fun is playing bingo every night on Sundays. That's what Grandpa Joe, Joe would say. No, fuck all that. Take a taxi. Hell a taxi. Grandpa Joe? You know, yeah, dude. did you know that Grandpa Joe is getting hacked by a hacker right now? Wouldn't That's be surprised. Insane. Dude, these people that take Ubers everywhere, I know this is completely off topic, but <laughs> these people that fucking only take Ubers and refuse to buy cars, I don't care what you say. Wait, That's such a waste stupid. of money. Thank you. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, like dude, people... if I'm if if I'm spending 20 bucks a day on an Uber, holy fuck. Cuz that's the thing, you got to think about it in places like LA. The cheapest Uber you're probably probably taking is like fifteen Uber? bucks. Dude, fifteen it's bucks. So expensive. Stuber? So if you're spending if you're spending like twenty to thirty bucks a day in an Uber, you know, let's say four or five times a week, bro, you could have bought a car like, yes. and just driven yourself <laughs> there. Yes. <laughs> fucking stupid. Like it's so fucking dumb. Like I I appreciate the Uber service because it really does help, well, especially city, when you're fucking though. flat out drunk. But. In a it city, just, just use public transportation. That's way fucking cheaper. It is, and it's yeah. But depending people, on where you live, it's sketchy, man. Like I would never take public public transportation in Detroit. I took the bus. You have San to Diego do it in fucking uh, New York City, though. Yeah, but that's 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 New York City. That's completely different. That's literally a city where it is. That's, I'm not that place is weird. Have a car, but it's harder to have a car there. Yeah, it if is, you don't live so out, if you don't live outside the city. Um, like say you live in like fucking New Jersey, 
and you work in New York, it makes sense to have a car because you can then drive to a lot and take yeah. public transportation in from there. But <laughs> outside of that, it's just stupid. If to you have live a car. in the city, it's so impossible. It's so fucking hard to there's no, find there's parking, no or you have yeah. to pay a premium for parking. There is exactly. straight up no point of owning a car when you live in New York City. It depends on where you live. It really does. In but, Manhattan, there's like no point. Yeah, and like, but if you live in LA, if why the fuck are you Ubering everywhere? If you live in Manhattan, you're rich anyway. So if you live in LA and you take an Uber outside of like when you're going out, you're a fucking idiot. I agree. <laughs> because Completely. that Uber is going to cost you thirty to forty dollars both ways. Like, what's the point? Yeah, that I mean, Ubers in LA are fucking crazy expensive, dude. Uber, they dude, Uber, Uber drivers, Uber drivers make bank in LA. <laughs> yes, they do. Uber oh and DoorDash, bro, they that's their only job, and they make it fucking look good, bro. Yeah, dude, these they, fucking, they do well. I swear, like, Uber doesn't even exist where I'm at. <laughs> I mean, same here, honestly. Panhandle, it doesn't. I don't know, cause like I I actually tried to do it, and I just got food orders. I was like, this is fucking boring. I wanted to drive people around in my fucking Subi and scare them. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, there's so much Uber and DoorDash around where I am. DoorDash is popular here, but not Uber. Yeah. I mean, DoorDash, I think, is just blowing up country Everywhere. Yeah, it's just, it's too convenient, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, Even I Even though you pay like $60 for like french fries. I am not kidding. Like, if I were, to, if I were to order five guys right now, I would order a burger and fries. That is it. $43. If I, if I, if I, that would be just from five guys. If I drive there, no, no, no. If I drive there and pick it up, it's 15 bucks. I'm not, I'm not, dude, I'm not fucking kidding. DoorDash is only worth it for large orders. Yeah, no, that's because, true. Because I think it, I think if it you, depends on the area, because I DoorDash, I've done, I've DoorDash like five guys here. For two people, and it only costs me like 25, 30 bucks, maybe. So, like, if, is cheap as shit. if you God don't damn. tip, if you don't tip, you're only paying the driver $2 and you pay DoorDash, I think, one per order. Yeah. So, if you, again, if you order like $3 worth of fucking food, it shit's literally doubling your price. But if you order like yeah. $60 worth of food, it's not that much added onto it. Oh, so, it's only worth your it for DoorDash drivers. Dude, seriously, like yeah, if, dude, no, 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 dude, when it, if when it pops a, up, you need to fucking tip your DoorDash. If, if you, you are don't, a dasher, you're a fucking cock. If you're a dasher, don't take anything under five dollars. It's not fucking worth it. Isn't it's, it like a dollar per mile is like the only way to break even in no, these? No, it's it's just it's just per order. So um the lowest orders that you'll get are I think I think two dollars is the lowest or three. One of the two. But I I would decline those orders. I would only do five dollars or over. You do have like a dasher yeah. score, but that shit doesn't matter, bro. Like it really doesn't fucking matter. I mean, you're still gonna get fucking orders anyway. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, but like, dude, there's time because again, the area that I live in is like half poor, half rich. The rich side is on the other side of the bridge, so I dash mm. on the other side of the bridge where it's rich and shit. Because like everyone's on vacation over there, dude. These motherfuckers are like out here tipping like ten, twenty dollars sometimes, like for yeah, like yeah, nothing. It's, it's pretty wild. The only bro, problem honestly, is there's hella traffic. Bro, huh? Honestly, huh? It's kind of the same for Turo, cause like with the Jeep, right now I have a dude that has it for from like last Sunday till this Thursday, and he's paying me four hundred dollars. What? Damn, dude. Yes. Turo literally is paying for both of my cars right now. Dude, I need to get another fucking car. Jesus. What the hell? Fuck, that's insane. Yes. Like, can you dude, can you lease that. a car and then put it on Turo and then it pays for itself and more? 
I don't yeah. see why you couldn't. Imagine that, dude. Like, th- you literally lease that, a car just as, like, an investment. It probably really depends on your area, though. I'm Googling for it. For sure. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> here, I don't have a single booking for after, like, the first week of October, because obviously we have the threat of snow starting. Spooky season. But, Shahan, where you are, if you wanted yeah, to, this like, is a vacation like, spot. you got another car, bro, you're cashing out easily. I would never let my Subi go on Turo, but... No, absolutely not. Like, if I That's got, I like, you know, some car. shitty crossover or something that all the, Dude, the white moms want, then, you know, I'm telling you, I'm making that white mom money. You gotta think, dude, you can I buy. Do, huh? All I do is make sure my Jeep is still at the airport and I pick it up when it's not getting used for like a couple days. Instant cash. You leave it there? Dude, you know, you know what's, you know what's yes, crazy, too? You know what's crazy is you can. You can spend or lease a car for like 150 bucks a month. Just like, let's just say you lease like a like a Honda Civic. Yep. Mm-hmm. You lease like a Honda Civic for 150, 200 bucks a month. Insurance is probably another 120 bucks a month, roughly 100 bucks a month, whatever it might be. Dog, you rent that out for one week, it's paid. Yes. Like also, you wild. set your prices, and yeah. I set my stuff versus what the other Jeep owners here do. So if I what so what do you set yours at like fifty bucks a day, eighty, Jesus, god damn dude like that's yeah. a thing like you can if I if I were Don't to get just like like I said just like just like a Honda Civic or something, forty five bucks a day, have it leased out for a week it's paid for. I think it depends dude. on what's what cards are in demand like what are they willing to spend more on? Yeah, because I mean well, I have a mid a mid size SUV so they're like oh cool this is like bigger I can fit my family in. It's not even that deep. <laughs> like they're literally single dudes that have come and taken my Jeep just because they're like, oh, it looks like it'll have a little bit more space for me alone. I'm dead. Like I've had three people in the last four months take the Jeep the with more this? than just them in it. Like it literally anything you want, like just don't set it like the fucking Tesla owners out here for two hundred dollars a day, and you'll get bookings. Yeah. The Tesla, yo. I I'm swear to God, there's a Tesla cry. owner. The Tesla. Like I saw it the first time I ever opened the app. He wants two hundred a day. Yo, here. And I'm like, no one bought that. A Mazda three 2012 for thirty dollars a day. I'm like looking at my local area. Ew, a 2018 Challenger for eighty seven a day. I'm telling you. It gets, shit gets nice. Oh my god, dude. I'm looking it up in Clinton Township right now. Somebody is leasing out a fucking Maserati Quattroporte. Oh, Shahan, look in, um, look in no Miami. Shot. Miami. Ooh, yo, a te- no. Guys, guys, guys. What? Tesla Model 3. That's the entry-level Tesla. Guess how much a day? Yep. How much? 200. 120? Two, 200 yep. a day. Tesla Model 3 over near me is 125. <laughs> That's a f- Dude, there's a there's a fucking Corvette Stingray for 160 a day. Are you kidding me? Yes. Everyone, put your fucking cars on Toro. No, I'm kidding. If you have an extra car, and shout out to the dude who put me onto this. Does that have to be stock? You, hmm. It doesn't because I'm I'm like seeing modified Jeep Lang Jeep Wranglers on here for like 120 a day. Yeah. You, your car does not have to be stock as long as it is safe to drive. They don't care. What about um, well the, the, gonna, the fucking manuals won't be popular check. though. No, huh? no, I don't think a manual would yeah, be. Yeah, a manual wouldn't popular be popular. But no. it is an option. 
Tesla Model Three, two hundred fifty dollars a day. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? That would pay for its fucking self, though. Yes, that's. I mean, that's the point. I think. How is, much is a Model Three? It's like thirty grand, 50. isn't it? Dude, I could I could rent a Polaris slingshot in a manual for two forty a day. Let's all buy Model Threes, even though we fucking hate Tesla, and then just rent them out on Zero. And I don't have a place to charge it. Like I, I don't have a I don't have a place to do that. That's my. There's thing. there's actually a charger in my area. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, also, let's not forget this. There is a delivery fee that you can charge on top of that. So what? every time that someone wants my car at the airport, they're char I'm charging them an extra 50 or 60 bucks. <laughs> Dude, that's Wait. a fucking deal. Oh, the standard, the standard Model 3 is 35, but then like the dual motor all-wheel drive is like 45. That's still not bad. Yeah, but as that's long as I get the cheap-ass one. Yep. And like these motherfuckers won't know. They're just like, oh, it's a Tesla, Elon Musk. I'm going to make money selling Dogecoin. And then they'll buy it instantly or they'll rent it instantly. Yep. They also, let's think about this. People want cars that they're familiar with. Yeah. So it's true. If you get a Elon Musk, a family friendly, a family safe car, they're going to be like, you know what? This looks good. I'm going to just run with this for a week or however long I'm in town. Honestly, I feel like I feel like you could make a make a bank just by getting like a Ford Focus or something. Wait, you just buying like a Ford Focus for like 10, 15 grand and list it at like forty to forty dollars a day. I'm actually looking at one right now. I have a it's great idea. Forty dollars a day for a twenty fifteen Ford Focus. This dude in this dude probably just put his shit on recently or not too long ago, has fifty four trips. Yep. I have a great idea too. What's your idea? A Polaris, especially in my area. Yeah, especially a place where it's summer. Yeah, it's like round. always warm and everyone's on vacation and like there's a whole road that goes down the beach. Everyone wants to like drive in open top vehicles and shit. Yo. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Dude. I'm about That's to start so this. sick. I'm about to start this, bro. <laughs> Fucking make Dude, I'm, I'm, of I'm seriously thinking about it. I might invest in another car. It's, it's somewhat risky because you don't know until you know, but... So here's here's the other thing, right? Because people, someone asked me like, oh, how do you keep your car safe? Like, how do you know people? someone's not going to steal it? Uh, you get insurance through the app. So if someone steals your car, you're covered anyway. And me personally, I like to know where my shit is at all time. And y'all know. You have a tracker? What? Like uh, Tej from uh, Fast and Furious. You're like hacking Kinda everything. Did, yeah. You know, the AirTags that came out last year, this year? Oh, yeah. Apple AirTags. Yep. Yeah, you just one threw the one in the car. <laughs> yep. And they have no clue where it is either. Yo, a Bronco Sport can go for 121 a day. I'm, I would expect it to go for more. I think a, a Bronco Sport might be a good buy. Yo, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying Polaris is for like 150, 170 though. Yes. That's fucking wild. No people will rent those though. Because if they go to an actual rental place, it'll probably be like two, 200 to like 300 bucks. Yeah, so if you do Turo, it's Also, better. I've definitely had some people that were like, yeah, I'm canceling because it's cheaper through X dealership or X whoever else. And I'm like, cool, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, but you're also that's a thing. Oh like, my. what's your what's your mile cap that you have on yours before? Oh, they can do more. whatever. Guys. OK, because I know because so, that's the thing, like depending on on the dealership you go to, they might have a miles cap on it nice. on how many you can drive before it starts charging you like 20 cents a mile. Oh, Guys. believe me, if they go over. Whatever, so they set however many miles they think they're going to drive. Once they go over, I think it can get to 
a dollar twenty-five per mile over. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I'm seeing a dude. BMW M6 Grand Coupe 2017 for three ninety-nine a day. Sounds about right. In, in Destin, Destin, Florida. Dude, there are people that have fleets, like regular dudes that have fleets of cars just God off of Turo. Damn. Can, I, can I do this like full yeah. fucking time? Holy shit. Hmm? I mean, you, you could. You could literally make a fucking living off of this and you put in absolutely no effort. It's all passive. Yeah. For the most part. It's like 90% passive. That's the thing. You would just have to like clean your vehicles. Just maintain, <laughs> yeah. You yes. Just maintain, maintain and clean oh, them. You like just maintain like maybe five cars and boom, you're like fucking making like ten ish grand or more a month. Let's let's not forget, uh, you can charge them a cleaning fee. So either they can do it themselves, or you can charge them twenty five dollars for you to do it after they drop off the car. It definitely mm. doesn't take twenty five bucks to clean a car. Exactly, but you know. Yeah. All right, we should move on to the next topic. Yeah, okay, so our car's bad financially. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> Not after this Turo shit, dude. Fuck Not after this Turo shit. God damn, dude. That's I didn't realize how wild. I didn't I didn't realize how much money you can make on that. It it definitely yeah. depends on where you're at though, for sure. I mean, think about this. I'm in rapid fucking bumfuck nowhere. Rapid city. And I'm how much Let me just last last fucking thing. Let me just pull up how much I made in since August, I think. <laughs> Earnings. Oh, since July. Yeah, I've made two grand. That's, hey, that's awesome. Wait, since <laughs> July? September being literally $400 besides the dude that has it right now. You said in the past two months you've made 2000 Since August, yes. Or no, since July. July, yeah, that's, July. that's two months. Yeah. You made two grand and off one mm-hmm. car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Only thing I've had to do is get the oil changed on the Jeep and new tires. Damn, son. That's crazy. I want to lease a shit car and Turo it. Yeah. Good times. Good it is times. like it's kind of a big initial investment, but yeah, it could last for a while. Alright, we should move on. Let's move yes. on. Alright, who's got the car spotlight, Brian? Yeah, that's me. Let's go, boy. So this one only came up because me uh, me and Shahan were talking about a... Because I might get one. (laughs) Affordable car that is what? We said all-wheel drive? I don't... It's not Uh, all-wheel drive, though. I just wanted... So I was... I wanted to get a new daily, and I really wanted a hatch. And a a hatch that looked good... I didn't care how it drove, but I wanted it to be like fuel efficient too. And this is how and, it came up. And the CT200H fits that perfectly. The Lexus CT200H. It looks amazing too. It's also slow as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to save you so much money in gas because I've driven one. My mom has one. Or she had one. I don't know if she got rid of it when she got her BMW uh x5 or not but it's a hybrid i i mean i literally filled up once and i had the car for two weeks <laughs> wild dude I and it was, once a week with my caddy it's so bad I if you stance it out my god <laughs> it looks crazy also the parts for it are almost like a one for one for scion tcs really yes 
And I know because I was talking to a dude that had one back in San Diego <laughs> when I had my TC. And I was like, hey, bro, like, are you sure these fit? And he was like, you can come and we can try it right now. Like, he was 100% confident. Damn. They, so they stopped making mean, them, though, in 2019, I think. Unfortunately, but I mean, you can still find one used for, I'm sure, a reasonable price. Yeah, they have like 43 MPG City. Fit, Dude, imagine if, that was, imagine if they had like an actual sport model of that car. I would be kill, another hot hatch. I would kill for it. I would love that. That'd be so sick. Like a manual it, all-wheel drive, like Turbo 4 or some shit in a hatch? Yes. Dude, imagine. In a Lexus, that'd be kind of dope. I mean, the interior sucks, but that's fine. It's not terrible, but yeah. It's simple. It's not like yeah, luxurious I think, I think or anything, would, though. They would have to, they would definitely have to, like, change it up a bit. But that's straight up, I don't know if you guys noticed, but that is straight up a GTR steering wheel. Is it? Is it? <laughs> that is straight up a GTR steering wheel. Is it really? It looks like it. it yes, I mean, it the is. rim is thick as fuck, which I like, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind the interior. Like you said, it's simple. Once you, yo, once you lower this shit and put wheels on it, it's killer in terms of looks. A bad car. It will literally get you from point A to point B, which if that's what you need, perfect. It'll look better than, uh, for the price, it'll look decent. <laughs> so <laughs> You just gotta get rid of those fucking stock wheels, I think, and then you're good. I, I honestly don't know what it's like to own an actual car that is good on gas. I don't. I don't either. Dude. I don't either. And that's why I honestly might imagine how nice it is to drive this thing and I or to like drive it daily. Yeah. I also don't know what it's like to own an automatic. That's I think, a good I think my car that was the best on gas was probably my Buick. Yeah. I think it was 16 the aren't that good on gas, right? No, dude. I would average like 19. Even my, now I'm, my, I'm averaging 19 in the Cadillac right now, too. My Subi, I average like, I think low 20s i wish i wish i could average low 20s the uh the fucking what is it called the buick when i would road trip from south dakota to michigan i would get almost 500 miles to a tank boy Jeez. i would only have to, i would only have to fill up twice on the way like if i were to take the cadillac it has a 16 gallon tank it, it barely averages like 25 highway <laughs> but it's all-wheel drive too so that doesn't help true yeah dude that fucking buick was so good on gas and it was fast that's rare that's actually kind of what the uh i mean i I know you hate honda but like the 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 civic si i mean it's not super fast right but it's quick and it was still like insanely good on gas i think it was like 38 mpg or some shit i've absolutely heard it's amazing on gas yeah Yeah. which is fucking wild for 200 horsepower and like a turbo yeah yeah, that is nuts. Well, you got to think, turbo cars generally uh, do better on gas. Facts. Yeah. They because it, ta- it, takes, it, it takes less to move them along. It takes less actual like RPM and gas input to move them along, especially the small turbo, small engine cars. Like, I mean, you got to think about it. You're spooling up. <clears throat> you're fully spooled up at like fucking 1,500 RPM. <laughs> like you, you, think, just tap, uh, you just tap it and you go you're good do you guys think we'll see a rise in like smaller compact hybrid sports cars that are better on gas honestly i would like to i think it'd be cool it'd be a nice like medium yeah like, it would Instead be a good of- daily slash sporty car that you could get 
still good on gas yeah. because it's a hybrid but like it still has an engine so we can still hear it and everything i think like that's the perfect sports car going forward into the future because you know like they're, they're trying to go all electric i think if they keep sports cars as hybrids i think we're fine yeah i, I hope so i wouldn't mind no, that i don't too know much. man we'll we'll fucking see i'm uh i don't know i'm i'm excited to see what what cars come out in the future that are hybrid uh hybrid yeah. platforms i need lexus to make another hot hatch because holy fuck this thing looks crazy modified so yeah. let's 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 move on to our next topic, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question with it. Yeah. Um, with the new Civic design language and everything, do you guys think that the new Civic Type R will be a hybrid? No. You don't think they'll do it? No. Ooh. I think they should. I think they will. I don't. Want I don't think them they to. will because they're still using the same engine from the pre from the prior generation. I think it's too early for them to swap drivetrains. You think? Wait, they are. They are using the same engine yeah, from the so last one in the new in the new car. In the in the regular Civics, they're still yeah because like those engines are still new if you think about it. Like the, yeah, but I'm that, talking about the Type R though specifically. I know, but I don't think they'll change the Type R in terms of drivetrain. I think they'll only because it's it's only been one one generation. So disappointing though dude just give me all the driving I don't think they, like they, they might they might but I, I don't like from a business perspective i don't think it's necessary i think just a design refresh is enough you know to get what it are you guys what are you guys what are your guys' thoughts on the design uh change i like it better than the prior one for sure it's it's the only civic in the past 26 years of me living that i've actually liked i'm cur- i'm more curious about the si to be honest yeah, same. Because they're only I think they're only making it in they got they got rid of the coupe, right? Yep. So they're only doing sedan now. Yeah, like Honda got rid of all Civic coupes. Like there's no more coupe at all. I don't know if I I mean the coupe never sold as much, so I guess it makes kind of sense. It, it makes a little bit of sense, right? But it didn't. As long as they I, can make I'm, the sedan ex- look sleek, I think it's fine. Well, I'm just I think the fact like from what we've seen in the pictures you know, the hatchback that we saw mm-hmm. is so unbelievably good looking. Yeah. It is so sleek. It is it is the it's the best thing they've ever made. Hands down. I shit you it's, not, the new Civics are really good. Like there are their interior even so again, I'm I'm only talking about the ones that we've seen. Like the um yeah. just like the base, you know, like Civic EX, LX, whatever models they have. Like their interiors are fucking insanely premium right now for the price. It's insane. And then the outside, it's like the opposite of the prior uh, generation. It's like it's complete it's like calm, it's modern, it's like mature, it's grown up. Whereas the prior generation was just like it was trying too hard to be like aggressive and weird. But yeah, yeah I think Honda did a great job with these civics. Yeah, the new civic is it's it's what it needed to be, man. They needed to they needed to do a proper refresh because the last year oh fuck me. I feel like the, the last one was like a risk. Like they they try to do do something different. It just wasn't good. Same with the Type R. Just wasn't good. I didn't, was, I didn't like it, the hatchbacks of the prior gen. It was just weird. The whole rear end looks like the new fucking. It looked like a, WRX. a wagon kind of. <laughs> it, it like the WRX literally took like homage. Yeah, the from <laughs> the, the WRX so stole the old Civic, <laughs> and then the old Civic stole like the fucking new Jetta or some shit. Fucking taillights. It really did like but that's the thing i think they need to i it's just it's hard to know or hard to even 
think about what they're going to do with the Type R. Um, because of the fact that the last generation was so fucking cheaply made. Like, was it? You're, you're, dude, okay. Are you telling me right now that you're 100% okay buying a $43,000, $40,000? Well, that's because uh, it's marked up. Front, front wheel drive. No, no, no. From factory, it was like thirty six dollars to $40,000. That's stupid. So dumb. They so they, they started at thirty four when the first the first year came out it was like thirty four but the, yeah still too much still were, too much they were all marked up which was bullshit in my opinion so but that's the thing you're okay spending forty thousand dollars on a car like that that is supposed to be the pinnacle of performance for their lineup that has sealed plastic vents it's the pinnacle yeah. of front wheel drive performance from yeah, factory it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. Forty grand, no. In the thirties, I think it's it's kind of low thirties, like thirty-two tops. I think if it was below thirty-five, I I'd be down for sure. If it was below thirty-five, I would be more inclined to look at it. But being that used Focus RSs are going for that price now, I'm not getting a fucking Honda. Yeah, and I'm just not. I would I would get rid of like those two rear vents were pointless. I get rid of those. But I think they did it just to add contrast in the back, which they could have done something else. They could have added like a diffuser, like a. They, they could have made the diffuser like shaped differently instead of they could have just the done fake better. Fucking vents. I mean, period. They could have just done better. I think the interior of the Civic Type R is sexy, though. Oh, I do too. I love the interior. I think the seats are awesome. I think the steering position is great. I think everything about the interior is amazing. I think those are I the best front that. seats that you can get for a car in that price range. Yeah, I don't disagree. I I will never knock the interior of that of the new car or of the now last generation car because yeah. it was great. But oh the God. exterior just didn't the, do new, it the new interior. Can you imagine like with the current Civics that are out, like the the uh, twenty twenty two interiors? Can you imagine a Type R version of that interior? Like, oh my God, that's gonna be fucking wild. I think it needs to be anything crazy. I think it. I think it can. As long stay. as they improve upon the the original interior right now, it's going to be yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean, all they would have to do is change the trim to carbon fiber, put new seats in it, make sure that you know everything is labeled where it should be, and add, it's add fine. A little splash of red if, here and there. Yeah, put a little splash of red or any, any kind of color really. And some Alcantara. And Alcantara and a flat bottom steering wheel. You're good. Yep. Flat. I feel like flat bottoms are starting to become kind of common in all cars nowadays, though. It'd be nice if they just. It's said, common, okay, but yeah. I'm I'm not mad at that, you know. Like, oh, I'm not no. either. I love that. Yeah, the Civic Hatch. Have you seen like so the the Civic Hatch has a cool taillight design. I don't know if if you guys have seen it on the original Civic. So if the, if the Type R carries that over, I think it'll look nice. That's a big if, though, bro. It just depends like, on how they do the wing for this hatch. Yeah. Like you, you gotta be. I don't know. With Honda, it's always super hit or miss. They always put out something solid or looks like dog shit. I'm actually, I'm more. Cu- I don't like this sounds weird, but I'm more curious about the SI. Like I think the SI is gonna look fucking awesome this time I hope around. So. I really hope so. I would much prefer to have something. If Honda could just for a year give me nothing to talk about, I'd be I'd be happy. Dude, seriously, I've been waiting for that for so long and it still hasn't happened. What I what, what I what I truly yeah, wish dude, though. What the hell on on Honda's website right now, the lowest starting price for a Civic Type R of the last generation is $38,000. Yeah, that's bullshit. But 
Do you know yeah, what I would want Honda to do? I think this would be like perfect their lineup, their uh, Civic Performance lineup. The Type R, you know, they keep it the 2.0 turbo with VTEC. Uh-huh. But if they made the the SI the 2.0 with VTEC, just NA, I think that mm-hmm. would like perfect the SI. I think I think one thing that they did really well yeah. with the uh, with the new generation is still offering it in a manual. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. They did a really good job with that. But the they, SI is they, only manual. You can't get it in automatic. No, even the base model car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The base model car you can still get. But in, they're uh, they're getting rid of the Accord manuals, though, which is kind of sad. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but the Accord now is more like a family car anyway. So yeah, yeah. I, like I my, understand it. My, uh, you, I told you guys about my captain who, uh, who got into an accident with his Stelvio. Yeah. Yeah, so he picked up a, uh, a 2021... Honda Accord, um, and it's fucking nice, like really nice. But it's not, it's not a sports car. Like it's right. it's it's a sporty family it's, sedan. It's a it doesn't need to be. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a midsize vehicle that doesn't need to be. But it's quick though. <clears throat> yeah, dude, his his zero to sixty is the same as my car. That's a V six, and yeah. his is a, a two liter turbo. Like his his car his car his zero to sixty is like five one or five two. And it's not even like that's the thing. It's not like it's like an SI or an R or anything, you know. Or it's 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 just it's just what it is. It's really good. True. I'm happy with it, honestly. I I I don't know, man. I'm I'm very I'm kind of worried about. I'm worried about the new stuff that's coming out, just because I don't want them to fuck it up. <laughs> but I just I don't know, man. It's hard to. It's it's hard to look into those cars and know what they did last generation and how displeased I was with it. But I'm displeased with most things that Honda does. Fair. But Bro. that's the thing. Like I love the design of this new of this new they, Civic. They did good. I do. They did, they did good. such a good job. Like look but at it's, look at their competition. Know, Who is their competition at this point? No I've, one's their competition. I, I, feel no like it's, 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 I feel like it's only Hyundai at this point. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's the it's no, nobody ass compared to this. Well, what what is a Corolla gonna do? And well, you got to think about it too. I mean now, the Sentra, uh, the Sentra's you know, a joke. Foreign markets or foreign foreign manufacturers are now taking over the entire U.S. market for sedans because U.S. is no longer making sedans. Yeah, they just care about crossovers and trucks, which is stupid. Like my mom got rid of her uh, her EcoSport and she has a. Uh, uh, like no I, one's even fucking off-roading. So what the fuck is the point? Well, that's the thing. The, that's the thing. They're not. They're not doing it for off-roading. They're doing it for convenience because most Americans nowadays don't want a sedan because of the convenience factor. Because so many people are having kids now. So many people are having kids. But sedans are more practical. No, they're not. A sedan yeah, is are. not more. Sedan because, is not more practical. Wait, like, in what way? Okay, look, look, look. I'm gonna explain to you why they are more practical. Okay. So, when you think of pricing for the crossover um, equivalent of a sedan, like, I'm talking, like, same pricing, the, mm-hmm. the crossover that you're buying is a smaller segment than the sedan of the same price. Okay? Okay, but think about it this way. <laughs> if you are buying a, say you're buying a Chevy Malibu, say it's 25 grand, okay? Pretty decent storage. You can, you can fit a decent amount in it. But for the same price, you can go buy a Chevy Equinox, which has double the storage space. The ability to put, 
yeah, we'll just say twenty five grand. I'm just I'm just ballparking a number just because yeah, just, just, throwing to, just, just throwing a number out there. I'm not trying to do anything specific. Yeah. But I'm saying just for just for you know, pure convenience, I can guarantee you most but people like, nowadays that have kids and have families are not going to get the sedan. But look at that's Chevy, but like look at Toyota and Honda. Like the entry the compact entry level um car is a Corolla. The compact entry level crossover is a CHR. The Corolla has more trunk space and fucking rear seat room than the CHR does. Then you go to Honda. Wait, are you sure about that? That's not that's not our fault that Toyota or I'm sorry, but Toyota like Honda, doesn't know how to fucking make I don't a car. Know, like, yours is the exception. <clears throat> like that that Chevy that Chevy shit is the exception to that rule because Honda's the same way with their shit. Their Civic has more space than the fucking what is it, the HHR? I don't know what the fuck it is. Their entry level fucking crossover. Like that's how it is with all these other brands. Like the Chevy CRV is the exception. Is. is it the CRV? It might be the CRV. I, I think it's the no. HR. No, the the the, the CRV is the Toyota. Oh, actually, no, no, no. No, the CHR is the Toyota. You were right. It's the, is a, I'm pretty sure it's the no, HRV. It's the HRV. Yeah, HRV. Yeah. That shit has less space than the Civic, but the Civic they're both compact. So that's what I'm saying. Like you get more space in the Civic. Yeah, but but then more, you're just not gonna go with that car at that price point. You know what I mean? No, I, I get what you mean, Brian. But that's again, that's a thing. Like if you are taking a, if you're if you're taking a Civic but, over but a CHR like, or whatever it is, that debunks I, the whole crossover more space fucking. No, 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 no. no it does not. It just it debunks doesn't. going through that brand for it. It it doesn't that doesn't debunk it completely. We can't base it off one brand. Yeah, just I'm because not, no, that's it. that's what you're doing. You just brought up Chevy. I'm bringing up multiple brands. Okay, I so, get that, but at the same time, it doesn't mean because that's the thing. If you look at total cubic feet, it doesn't always mean that it's going to be more practical. It doesn't. It's actually the same shit with total. It's the same shit with fucking Mazda too. Mazda you got to think about total functionality of the vehicle as well. Like when you put those seats down, do you have that? height now do you have the height to be able to put whatever you need into the back of it probably yeah, fucking the not. mazda 3 hatch versus the mazda cx3 i'm pretty sure the mazda 3 has more room cx3 is a car yeah it's literally Jesus, the, what are they, that's what, what they i'm have? saying like three, all these three, all, five, all the crossover all the Dude, crossover equivalents of these compact cars the compact cars usually win or are the same in space i shit you not it's a it's a fucking thing <laughs> But again, if if it were me, if it were me, and I was trying to buy something that was going to generally, overall, give me more functionality, I would take the crossover. Yeah. Because the so sedan you can go might rock crawling. No, that's not the I'm fucking kidding, point I'm of kidding, it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm gonna go that's rock, 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 rock crawling in my my CHR. Yeah, I'm gonna go take my Bronco Sport, <laughs> taking it to Bronco, and go fucking terrain a fucking mountain. My Jeep Liberty. Idiot. Oh God! My you're bringing it back. My Jeep Renegade. Like I, I understand what you're saying. That's a, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't I don't necessarily I don't disagree with you totally on the whole space argument. But I'm talking full functionality. What it says on paper doesn't matter to me. I, t I feel yeah. I, what I care about is when I'm driving the car and using the car. Do I have the full functionality of what it's supposed to be doing? Yeah. You dude. know because like my mom, if she would have bought a Ford Focus, even though it had a bigger trunk than the Ford EcoSport, she was better off with the EcoSport because she had the Ew. ability to put the seats down. 
And at that you point, can, she wait, had more room. You can do that in any car, though. What do you mean? What do you mean? You can put the seats down in any yeah, fucking car. Yeah, you can put car. the seats down yeah. in any car, but you got to think but about headroom too. Of the the roof is different, so that's going to change. It's what you not can do in with most it. cases actually. It's just they're just lifted slightly. No, mm, it's I not. It's be. not in most cases. It's really not. Are we talking about shitty Toyota wannabe like hatchback crossover mixes? Because I'm talking that's about the mainstream out. brands like Honda, Mazda, Toyota. I'm talking about that. You're talking about the mainstream Hyundai, Japanese brand. all that shit. Yeah, I'm talking about all that yeah. shit. Height wise, there's not much right. of a difference. They just kind of squish the fucking compact crossovers. They squish them horizontally to make it but look like that. But I also like think that. you're forgetting that the market that these cars are originally designed for. Yes, I know we don't get everything that they make for like they're them specifically we don't get all of it but they're still creating cars for a smaller space to drive in they're still creating cars for fucking smaller people because it is literally a fact we that people that cars. live in japan in china and all those other areas in the other markets are genuinely smaller people that's why they buy k cars exactly like gen yes that's why we don't really have k cars over here I wish it we did. doesn't make sense for us. You really think that my six foot one, two thirty pound ass is gonna fit in one of those? Yeah. Fuck no. They're tall as hell. They it's are pretty work. tall. It's not gonna work. Especially because ninety percent of them are fucking convertibles. K cars That's are great. actually like low key, somewhat spacious inside. It just depends. Also, on K cars which are cool as fuck. Yeah. Okay, they are. It's like half the size of a Miata. I want an AutoZam AZ one. <laughs> I hate you. It's a, the little cappuccino. I want one of those. Oh yeah, those are cool as fuck. All right, well let's let's move on to the last topic. Yeah, let's move on. What is that last topic? Car journalists. Someone said something before we actually started, and I I, I want them to, to Matt start Moran this motoring? off. Yes, yeah, go. That was Redline reviews. Yeah, good dude. You you honestly are more of the review guy than anybody, so I think you need to you need to. Start <laughs> this is off. your topic. This is your moment. Talk your shit. What do you want me to do? Talk shit. Whatever you want to feel about. How Whatever you, you want to. Hmm. That's the thing. We we put car journalists on here. It doesn't need to be anything specific. We don't need yeah. to fucking well sit there and and give homage to all of them, saying, "Oh my God, they're a godsend." No, you can I fucking think, rip them apart. I don't give a shit. I think for the most part they're generally correct, but sometimes they can have some really dumbass opinions. So yeah, redline review. Views is definitely somebody that has dumbass opinions. He does some so like he he goes into detail about the car greatly, but when he yeah, he does, but when he shares his opinion, it's a little weird because he's like he sh he shared he, his opinion he, on a Cadillac ATS one time, and I'm like, dude, are he, you fucking kidding me? He what just he nitpicks, so he's yeah. like, oh the 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 window switch isn't one touch down for the rear. Yeah. Therefore, I don't want this car. Or like the, 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 the glove box isn't lined with felt. So like they fucked up or like, I don't know. Like it's just like, who gives a fuck about those little things? So he, he ripped the Cadillac because I was watching it. He ripped the Cadillac ATS for storage space. And it's the same thing with my car. The car does not have good storage space. But the point of the ATS is to be a car <laughs> that is nimble and light and fast. That is it. And it's supposed to be something that can be practical if you want it to be, but it's a small sedan. That's all yeah. it is. He ripped it because of that, and then he also ripped it because he doesn't think that it should come in a manual. What? That's a little he weird. Was like, yeah. He was, he he was like, this, weird opinions. This, this feels like a car that should be mostly automatic, yada, yada. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? The but manual like, is, uh, it's a rear-wheel drive twin-turbo V6 four-door manual. That is a badass car. That's the With, weirdest thing to be like, 
to be not happy with like that doesn't make sense to me so no. him like okay his videos are great reviews as long as you don't take his like opinion <laughs> seriously because and, and again like he doesn't he, well because he he goes over all the specs and details so like if you just want to learn about the car it's a great video to watch but occasionally he'll insert his opinion and occasionally it'll be like really weird oh so his opinion no, okay so um Let's 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 go to uh, Matt Moran Motoring, aka Subaru WRX fan. I actually don't mind him that much. Um, he's just kind of weird when he accelerates fast cars and he like literally here's, like ejaculates. Oh, here's, oh my god, dude! Okay, <laughs> that's here's, why I originally stopped watching him because I was like, this is either he like fake giggles or like a kid. I I I'm not kidding. The reason I I just made the move to stop watching him is because of the fact that he said he liked the styling on the new WRX. He actually didn't say that. I I. Yes, I he, I rewatched it. Yes, he fucking did. I rewatched it. He didn't say that. He literally did. He said. He said, "Yeah, I don't. I really do like the design in the in the way it's designed in the front end, and I I like the rear end too." He literally said it word for word. Go watch it again. Yes, I watched it after you made that comment, and he was making fun of it. Didn't listen. He was making. He he made he made fun of the car and all the cladding, but he said he likes the design. Interesting. So hold on, hold on. I think I. I mean, but the looks are. Kind of subjective anyway, so that's. I was like, there also, there's also certain things on that car. Like if you take off the cladding, and you just paint match it all, and you take off the fact that the rear bumper has that overhang or whatever the fuck, it's not a bad design. So I can understand that he likes the design language of the car. And he cool. liked yeah. the taillights. I, you know what? To all the people that were freaking out about the taillights, I don't think they're that deal. I mean, I think they're terrible. To be fair, they're the same them. as the BRZ taillights. Yes, they are. Like. And I don't like those. I don't like it either, but that's all subjective at that point. I also, I still don't think that it's that big of a deal to be like, yo, these taillights, they're not (laughs) shit like everyone else said. Well, going back to him as a person, I think his reviews, I think his reviews are a bit like, uh, they're very simple. Does he do reviews anymore? Yeah, he he does like, and, like actual car reviews the way he used to where he actually takes the car or he doesn't yeah just he still do does reviews. that but like his, okay. his his reviews aren't detailed they're like just very simple and they go over like the general basis yeah. of it and Dude, I, i've watched him for so long it's I, so crazy. I have too and i think that's why his content's kind of died down a bit because i feel like reviews are kind of evolving in a way where the reviews that are popular are the ones like red line where he goes over every detail yeah. Or the reviews where it's like Doug, where he explains like the weird shit, or it's like the POV ones. Yeah. Like, um, which the next time I'm going to talk about, his name is that I watch. Vehicle Virgins does that. He does the POV driving. I don't know about him, but <laughs> the Topher is one that I watch. And then there's um, Tedward is the other guy. Does Sop Kyle do anything at all anymore? I've never watched that guy. I don't know who the fuck that is. Brian, Same. do you know who Saab Kyle is? No. Y'all don't know who Saab Kyle is? No. Well, here's here's the thing. I don't watch a lot of reviewers. I, do, I mean, I, I don't know who the fuck I that is. <laughs> I haven't watched this shit in a long time, but for a long time when this shit first started, he was the goat. Like it was it was he was he I mean, he has like one and a half million subscribers and almost 2200 videos on his channel. Like he's done it longer than like everybody. Like I'm looking at a video from Ten years ago, Red Honda Veloster for a six, while too. Yeah, so he did a video ten years ago on a Honda Veloster, just a 2012 six-speed, like nothing crazy. Three hundred thirty-two thousand oh, views. Oh, 
you know who's also like really good who's like up and coming right now mm. ladies rides and like that's that sounds cringy as fuck like his name and shit but he's like a dad who like is in florida or some shit but he's like funny he's like a he i started watching him when he was at like five thousand subs and now i think he's almost at like i don't even know what he's at he's at like a hundred k at least now but he's he just dishes out video video like he is he works like he dishes out videos like it's nothing bro yeah um but again those uh those fucking pov guys that i mentioned they're they're really good i think they have good opinions and i only look at their videos and i'll play them when like with the sound off like which ones i don't care about what they're saying honestly yeah I just like seeing I the interior, see the like experience of it. Like, yeah. what does it look like in this car? Like, that's what I care about. Yeah, I also care about the sound too because they use like good audio and shit. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other reviewer that I wanted to talk about? Oh, there's these weird guys in Canada. So again, production value, the quality of the video, immaculate, amazing, like top tier. Um, their name is I think it's like the the straight pipes. Is is it's like these two weird dudes. But anyway heard of them as people and like the way that they talk and shit super cringe and it like it bothers me because it bothers me because like they're on the right track like they have the great production they have like all the rolling shots like they do rolling shots in every video like so professional so clean and then like the things that they talk about are just kind of weird these um, thumbnails look real nice yeah the thumbnails are nice and like so they have a really cringy intro um they talk about weird like they do weird little gimmicky things related to their channel where there's like for example the visor test where they the visor test so they you know like they take the visor they move it to the side you know like you move it to the side window and if the visor doesn't slide back further to block more light it fills their visor test and like they do that in every single episode and I promise though, you, like, 99% of people don't give a fuck about that. Dude, okay, I, I don't... If I'm looking to, like, buy a car, I don't necessarily look into that. But of the 10 or 11 cars that I've had, that's actually been a problem. The visor test? Like, I've actually had that be a problem before. Like, I think with it was with my ST. That was really shit. Like, I've I never took the visor over because I needed to, like... I needed to, like, put it on the side because it was super bright out. I've never done that in my life. And... <laughs> I put it over and put it over the window and it only covered like three quarters of the window. There's still like another. I have never dealt with that problem in my life. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm an old man. All right. My eyes are shit. <laughs> but yeah. And then like they just have it's their reviews more for fun and not for practicality because yeah. they they also do like a box test for like the trunk capacity. It's like these like storage plastic tubs and they just give you a number of how many they, they could fit. Like, yeah, oh, little 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 weird shit like that. Honestly, it's like it's just I like appreciate little, it's I appreciate still, them doing it, but it's not. Necessary. It's just not. It's not practical. It's just for fun, and yeah, that's why I don't really watch the like reviews. Con, it's like a content filler. Like it, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like they're trying to be like Top Gear or some shit. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's that's just a little that's weird. why like you know like with these gaming channels, you know gamers. You know, like you got like Tim the Tapman, Courage, Nick Merckx, all of them. I can't. They watch all have any like famous gamers. They all they all have like two or three channels a piece, and they post on them <laughs> daily. Pokemon? And some of the content is just fucking dry. Yeah, like it's just like. Well, but as themselves watching at, their streams, 
look at gamers like as people gamers as a whole don't usually have a lot of personality exactly so they like are we talking well, gamers or streamers though so I'm, I'm talking i'm talking about like the fan base the fan base like gamers who are fans of something crowd to the weirdest shit and that's why like the weirdest streamers are famous the weirdest people are are famous who, who would you who would you consider to be a weird streamer all of them like look at xqc for example that dude's fucking hilarious though dude <laughs> he's 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 that so motherfucker, stupid wait think about it this way though like that motherfucker was a winston player in overwatch in like the first competitive season now he's like the number one streamer on twitch how that's so fucking weird and random He's, yeah. I don't even find him funny. He's like, every time I tune into his stream, he's just like angry and makes like this fucking serious ass face. And like, that's it. But that's, that's what people like people. Yeah. So I don't, I don't Have you think watched you my stream. Know. It's the most toxic shit on the planet. It doesn't nah, need dude. to be toxic in order to, need to be good though. That's <laughs> okay. If you, I don't know if you guys know who this is, but flight reacts is a dude that mostly streams like 2k. That dude's fucking hilarious. He freaks. Dude, watching him play Warzone is so fucking funny. Watching him play anything gives me fucking anxiety because he just, oh my God, he spazzes out at the small. He's so bad too. Like any, he's like, he's like, how does this even happen? Like he goes fucking nuts. And like, he is the dumbest face ever. He holds 20k plus viewers. Yeah. And it's like, it's because one, he's bad, and two, he gets angry. That's yeah. what they want. There's they a want lot of people that do that, but at that, like, Twitch is honestly terrible for growth. It's just you have to grow somewhere else, or you have to discoverability get discoverability on Twitch is shit. You ha- you have to grow yeah, elsewhere, luck. or you have to be lucky. I don't understand why you don't stream on YouTube. Because I'm already a Twitch affiliate, and I can't. Fair. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, let them know. Make the switch. That's where all your it fucking views come from, anyway. What? What? Uh, I don't know if like that would help me though. Like, well, I think let's let's just let's let's end the episode and we'll talk about this after. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're not even talking about cars anymore. <laughs> no, we're, we're, rambling. <laughs> <laughs> we're rambling like we normally do. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening to this episode, episode twenty of Project Blacklist. Uh, we will see you guys again next week. Bye.